I'm Roxy. And I'm Nick. And this is the Pub Trotters podcast, a hopefully monthly podcast where we talk about the bizarre and brilliant world of beer and the strange venues that serve it. We are not beer or pub writers or experts. A year ago we put together a group of friends who enjoy hanging out together, trying new things in the beer pub world called Pub Trotters. We meet up once a month and we thought it might be fun to talk about it and share our stories and experiences. Welcome to Pub Trotter's Pubcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Roxy. And today we're joined by fellow Pub Trotter Dan. Hi, Dan. Hello. You right? all right? Yeah? <laughs> How's it going? All right, thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, um, for, thanks for having me. So, I feel honoured to be the, the, the second, second or first? First co-host. First, first co-host, second guest, right? I yeah, guess. Theoretically, yeah, yeah. But your co-host, we want you hosting the shit out of this. Launching my <laughs> broadcasting career in style. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, first thing we do at the start of each podcast is generally just to ask what's everyone been up to this month. Um, would anyone like to go first? Or I can go first? We've been up to it. Okay. Um, I've primarily been <laughs> reveling in the win of Wales against England. Uh, over the last month, it's been quite a good month for me in terms of the rugby. Sorry, listeners, to talk about rugby again. We have started this during the Six Nations. It will continue as well for, like, <laughs> for, for the next couple of weeks at least. Um, so that's been fun. Um, but then I also last night went to see the Guilty Feminist podcast on International Women's Day, uh, which was live at the Barbican, which was amazing as well. Um, they were on this stage and had about 2,000 people there just to go and listen to them talk. That's my phone, everyone. I'll put that in silent now. Um, and yeah, it was really, really good. And maybe one day we'll get to sit on a sofa on a stage in front of 2,000 people. Who knows? No, thank you. That is not my dream. <laughs> and what about yourself, Roxy? What have you been up to? So this month, I guess my, my beer highlight was going to uh, the London Beer Lab in Brixton. Oh, cool. And we tried with 10 beers wow. and they were delicious. Um, I guess what, what I really liked about it is they really um, brought home the theme of like table beer, mm. like trending. Yeah. So that was really, really good. Um, so yeah. Cool. Happy days. What was it? Was the table beers your favourite beers at that time? On that occasion, no. No? They had the Simcoe table beer. Yeah. Um, and I rated it 2.75 out of 5. Nice. Quite, quite low, really. Yeah, quite, quite low. Quite scale, low. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think maybe last time we had the table beer. Yeah. Um, and you said that's in Brixton? That's in, in Brixton, yeah. yeah. And don't get me wrong, they have some delicious beers. The yeah. table beer just wasn't my favourite. What makes a table beer a table beer? A low percentage of alcohol. Is that it? I Pretty thought it was a session. It's very similar to a session. We don't necessarily know. Maybe we can ask our guest later. Um, and so this was, you said this place was called the Beer Lab? Yeah, London is it, Beer Lab. Is it, a, bu- is it a pub or it sounds it's, like a science factory? They, well, it, to be fair, up there, everything's served in like uh, science oh. cups. I've forgotten, <laughs> I've forgotten the actual name of it. What do you call beakers? them? Beakers, yeah. Oh, They're like little well, not, mini beakers. Not like a pipette. Like a, like a, one of those little, Yeah, like old like school. Like a flask, like, flasks, aren't they? It's like a science speaker. Oh, right, okay. Like, we're going old school now. Yeah. Um, like in science school. And they do lots of events and things. So, yeah, no, it was really good. That's, that's, I need to check that out. That's, although, I don't know how I feel about beer being served in beakers. No. Like I mean, I quite liked it. Go on, go on, after you, mate. Are they, like... Because I, 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 I've, I've got cooking beakers at home, which is also almost as kind of pretentious in my head as well. What, what, what are <laughs> cooking beakers? They're just, like, beakers, but, like, you use them for... Doing stocking anyway. Are they quite thin, like compared to a beer glass? Because beer yeah. are usually quite thin, aren't yeah, they? No, they are Those thin. are all the rage, though. I bought some. I bought them uh, a couple for uh, for a mate for Christmas, and they're like tight. They're like like the size of a normal tumbler, right? About half pint, right? Yeah. Not like that sort of shape that we've got, but like uh, they're really, 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 really thin. Yeah. And really sort of delicate, but I don't know. It just makes the drinking experience. It was lovely. Yeah. 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 Did you in um, Stormbird at the road? Okay. They have them in there. Yeah. Stormbird's a bar. Or a Stormbird brewery is, brewery is one of the best bars in London. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a bold claim. that's quite a claim. You haven't been... That's in Camberwell, by the way. Um, yeah. Have you uh, been there yet? No, I haven't. No, I've never heard of it. Never been. It's really good. There you go. It's really good. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. Well, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Um, 
So that's an interesting place that we need to check out. Um, what about yourself, Dan? What have you been up to in the last month? Any highlights? Um, I've been doing a surprisingly small amount of drinking, actually. Uh, um, so <laughs> uh, uh, no, 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 seriously though. Um, I'm, no, I'm moving house, didn't I? Moving to um, moving to Berlin in a couple of weeks. You are. And uh, everything has been kind of around that. So I mean, I'm not exactly always going to sort of like. Cool, like cool pubs with like craft beers and stuff, or independent breweries and things, because they just don't. Because I do most of my drinking sort of like midweek, um, not <laughs> <Yeah>. mid. <laughs> so, okay, I don't have a problem. <laughs> but, said you did. But generally, whenever yeah. I go out, it's like a Thursday night after work, and it would yeah. be straight across the pub, and it's always yeah, yeah. Um, two boozers which are owned by Truman's, Nicholson's, okay, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so so like to come to somewhere like John Newcorn like today, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Right. Like, I like it a lot. But um, other than that, uh, yeah, just moving house basically, and um, watching yeah. watching the rugby, or at least I had like a decent interest in it until a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> that went out the window. So I'm today 100% Scottish. Uh, sorry, Nick. That's fine. I'm on the Scots. Right. So um, yeah, so of course Dan is uh, the first person to leave our pub charters. So oh, group. I don't know about that. You are, aren't you? I'm not leaving. No, I'm just leaving London. <laughs> kind of detects. I mean, are you going to fly in once a month to yes. come to yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, why not? I can do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next month, I didn't believe it. But I don't know about you, Dave. Well, no, no, no. Actually, no, no. I could be your, I could be your uh, uh, Germany correspondent and uh, just like do like. Could find things out. And, like, you have like a pub trip on summer holiday. Yeah, Bam, a German craft beer correspondent. Can't wait. Yeah. Okay. You do it first. Dan's committed to doing that once a month now. Uh, it's in the book. Or we can go to Berlin. Yeah, Berlin. yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Which I is, prefer to yeah, do that. I would prefer to do that. <laughs> no, Berlin's pretty cool though, like uh, for like independent sort of like bars, breweries. Like. So what's next? So next we're doing beer of the month. So ideally, what we would like to, us to come to and um, talk about a beer that we've had in the last month that we'd like, like to highlight. That could be if, because it was so bad that you couldn't palate it, or it could be something that was really, really good. Um, I've got mine listed down. Oh yeah. Which, like, kick I off. Yeah, kick off. <clears throat> what um, have we got? I've got something called a, a Margaret American Wild Sour. Bloody hell. Yeah, which is a really long <laughs> name. I know. <laughs> Tell us about it. Yeah, Break I just I just tried to find the longest beer name I could, and then went for that. No, so it's an ale. Have you you had it? Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah, it? yeah. So I had it at a Sunday roast a couple of weeks ago. So it's a it's an ale, and I really I got I wanted to try it because it's. A sour as an ale, which I thought was a bit confusing yeah. and weird, but it turned out to be absolutely delicious. It, it was really sweet and quite citrusy. Um, is that delicious? Uh, delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! I was hoping no one would catch that. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure you. I'm, I'm sure. So I listened to last month's yeah. podcast, right? And uh, I'm sure you spoke about like a real ale that was like a bit sour. Was that you're not talking about the same one, no? No, but I did talk about an ale last time. All right. I can't remember what it was. Sorry. I guess I like sour ales. Perhaps that's what the, the, the trend that's is. That's the thing. Yeah, that might be my trend. Yeah, so it's from Wild Beard, um, sorry, Wild Beard Brewing Company, um, who you might see have like really cool looking uh, kind of Mexicana art labels on their bottles. So they primarily do ales. They don't do a lot of keg. Um, but yeah, so that was my beer of the month. What about you, Roxy? Uh, so, well... I had a tie, didn't I? Did you have a tie? I had a tie. Controversial. Uh, what? A tie in my beer choice of the month. So uh, my first one was the Simcoe Red from the London Beer Lab. Um, oh, see. Which was a collab with uh, Bullfinch, and it's a red IPA. Um, at the time, I remember thinking it was as smooth as a cucumber, because um, I'm trying <laughs> to picture like what it was like, and all, that's all I can remember. But I know that it was really tasty. Um, Does that look when you put cucumber in water and suddenly the water's like really refreshing? Is it, I, I, I'm trying to think of a time when that happened. I guess it does happen. Yeah, I mean, cucumbers, <laughs> are they smooth? I wouldn't say they're that smooth. In my mind, they're smooth. Maybe they're smooth on the inside. But that is a saying, uh, I've heard it. That's why I'm like that. So yeah. the beer is as smooth as an inside of a cucumber. Um, <laughs> that's Brilliant. One that's been in the fridge for a month. There's got to be a better way to describe this beer, but you know it was quite a while ago, so I can't really give you like a full palette of like what this beer was like. So okay. I have no, to go with cool. my cucumber thing. Yeah. Um, and okay, the, what was your second? Oh, well, Nicholas, you gave me my second favourite of the, oh. <laughs> of the month. 
Um, so to celebrate um, the first podcast, we decided to have some celebratory beers. Yes, we did. And uh, Nick came over with a siren beer. Oh. Um, and we're going to pronounce this wrong now. Much ado about muffin. Yeah. Which oh. is a it's a blueberry muffin pale ale, and it's delicious. Was it? it yeah. So delicious. Um, and I'm not a big blueberry fan, but this blueberry. beer was. What was it again? A blueberry muffin pale ale. Oh, right. <laughs> Dan's okay. face for those who can't see oh. it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's sweet. It was. Okay. It was just so. Uh, I don't know how to describe fruity, and uh, quite light. It just sounds like a chopper with sugar and. It probably and, is, yeah. but it's <laughs> so tasty. Can't give it. So that's that's my tie. I saw nice. it. I saw you tagged it on um, Untapped. Yeah. Other beer wraps are available. I, think, I don't know, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure they are, yeah. I only downloaded it this morning, sorry. But, um, That's all right, we all yeah. use it, it's fine, we're not, yeah. But I was actually, I was actually scanning through to see like, who I thought was like, the biggest like, uh, like, like connoisseur of like, craft beers, and uh, I was like... Out of us lot. Who do I think first would be like, the biggest one? And I was like, uh, going through, picked out, like, found you, you two, yeah. and I thought, I reckon Luke would be like, a bit of a noise as well, but... <laughs> These are the uh, pub trials uh, members, I think. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and uh, I got to, got to Nick's profile, and it's just ridiculous, like how many beers you've got tagged on there, mate. But I'm sure the hell. Adam, another member of no, pub trials. I couldn't find him. I couldn't Adam's find him. Adam's like two billion beers tagged. Laura and Adam take it seriously. But you know what, though? If he was even sniffed a beer, he'll tag it. You can't say that because you're tagging like every beer. I tag red striper. That makes I want to earn those like people on the ground oh, beer oh, no. numbers. I, so I, I met Nick when he was like a Foster's swilling animal in uni, like you know, sort of like you know. Uh, please, <laughs> Stella or Heineken, wasn't that Foster's? Yeah, sort of after rugby. It, was, it, was, it wasn't quality; it was purely for the for the for the quantity. And, uh, and oh how God, things have changed. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, we're recording cro- podcasts about craft beer in a in a South London booth. Now we now it's quality and quantity <laughs> that we drink. Absolutely, but no, right? Okay, so so my dad, beer of the month. Right, I haven't really given this much thought, but I was at I think the last pub trials event and in what was called? Old China Hand. Yes, yes. Yuzu beer. Oh, uh, Yuzu IPA. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. incredible. Yeah. That was the. Um, well, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't have picked it up had the guy behind the bar not said, or oh, bartender, um, not said uh, lychee. Right? <laughs> not some stranger behind the bar. Yeah, yeah. Just this guy. Try this. this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. Uh, so I tasted it. I was like, oh, it's got a flavour. You know, when you taste something, you can't place it. <clears throat> and then someone says, yeah, lychee. Right, oh, yeah, and, and yeah, like, yeah. that's all I could taste for like hours. Yeah. But it was incredible. It was so it was so Moorish. It was. Um, so yeah, that yeah. was my. Um, I can't. I don't know the. Is that the name of the brewery or is that the name of the beer? I think that's the name of the beer. I can't. Do you want me, do you want me look I it up. Chat we can must, do. I, I think remember. what we what yeah. we do after the podcast is when we publish the podcast, we list all the beers and bars that we've mentioned with a label. So we ah. will research it, check the website afterwards. We'll have found out what brewery it was by all that right. point as well. Um, cool. Um, okay. What's next? What are we doing next? We're talking about the venue. The venue. So where are we today, Roxy? We are at John the Unicorn in Peckham. Lovely, jubbly. And have we been here before, Dan? Yes. Yeah? Many times. <laughs> yeah. I never remember leaving, though. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember where the toilets are. <laughs> so no, I couldn't earlier, actually, when no. I went. I was like, where are they? I've been here before, but I can't remember. So I guess we've been here a few times. It's not the first time we've been here. Last month we were in a pub that we'd... To, that was the first time. Yeah, I've never been there. there. Yeah. Um, and I guess so. What I mean, what what are people's thoughts on this place? What what do people? Well, you were here last night, weren't you? I was here like, last seen, night. You've seen, you seen John the Unicorn in anger recently. So. I was. I mean, last <laughs> night it was a different atmosphere because we had pop classics um, and lots of disco vibes, uh, shiny disco ball, lots of dancing. Um, yeah, that was a really good night out. And that was the International Women's Day. Event, like I'm, sesh, yeah, right. I imagine so because it was like Beyonce, Britney Spears, amazing, um, Cher. It was full, right? Yeah, it was rammed. Yeah, it was great. Amazing. Um, so it's a lot quieter this morning. Well, it's not morning, afternoon. Yeah, it's early though to be drinking beer. I'm like, loving yeah, the wallpaper. Like... <laughs> yeah, the wallpaper on where we're sat is a really gorgeous and trippy to a degree. It's um, migraine inducing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fair enough. Fair I know what you mean, yeah. yeah. You, could, you might be looking for a free, you know, like those 3D pictures where you're just staring at it thinking, yeah, is, yeah, there, yeah, yeah, is yeah, there yeah. an elephant in there? Yeah. I don't think there is. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I guess my, from my point of view, it's a really cool bar. I've been, as we've mentioned, I've been here a few, we've been here a few times, and I think the bar staff have always been really friendly and accommodating. We've booked tables here before for things. Um, it's right opposite the station as well, like Peckham Rye Station. If you can get a train to Peckham Rye because of a certain rail network because of pain this in the arse. It's a, a, a bit of a trek for you today, isn't it? Yes, from it is. Yeah, from, from North up London. Up, up the north. Up north. Um, sorry, no offence attended to my terrible <laughs> accent. Um, but yeah, it's a bit of a trek, but it's alright. We like to explore and go far and wide. Okay, so, first beer of the day. What have we been drinking? Um, yes, we're drinking a, it's called Electric Circus from Two, two Tribes. Tribes Brewery. It's good. Two Tribes Go to War. We're it's really good. I mean, so it feels good. quite bold for this time. Like, it's midday. <laughs> 4.7, 4.7. 4.7. Yeah, it yeah. just feels like a bold flavour. I think it tastes stronger than it is. Yeah, that it makes does. sense. So it's a double dry hopped American pale ale. Um, and I'm not going to lie, we were drawn to it because the label was pretty cool, which you'll see in our photos. Uh, Do you disagree? Well, no, I mean, I, I just thought it was one that I hadn't had tried before. Hadn't tried before, yeah, and that's what I always yeah. get drawn to in. Uh, in well, in, I guess I was drawn to it because I didn't recognise the label as well. Yeah. So what's that one? Um, yeah. So, what are we are we liking it? Are we disliking it? What are we feeling? Love it. You love Absolutely it. love it. Yeah, I love it so much. I'm on my second. Um, yeah. And um, I anticipate having many more. I <laughs> think it's, if you ask me at like 3pm or like even like 7pm and I had that beer, I'd be like, this is really yum, but I think it's, it just feels a bit early for like the first beer. I know what you mean. Although at the same time, I feel like it, it does have that, it's quite fresh and so therefore it has kind of like a, a breakfasty beer feel to it. <laughs> it's quite fresh, like you say, I don't, I'm glad I got half a pint because I don't think I would have wanted a full pint. Of really? Beer. Yeah, because it, it is quite a lot. It's very rich. Are you outing us for drinking half pints on the pod? I think they didn't know that. I, I think I we very, mentioned it last Yeah, week. I always drink half pints. Um, and it's a long day, you know, we're out watching the rugby layer, and i got to be, I, I'm going swing dancing tonight, so I've got to be able to dance as well later on. So <laughs> that might be quite ambitious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> it is It is only 2012, 2021. Even, yeah, exactly, so, that's yeah. my point. Yeah. Um, I will be having a soda water break, I reckon, at some point. Um, okay, cool. So, middle round. Roxy, not too sure about it. Dan loves it. I quite like it. I could definitely see me drinking more. Um, so that's electric circus. Oh, go on. Sorry, mate. Uh, I won't remember it though. Not unless I like start Tag it, you know, tagging it, t- tagging this sort of thing in the app, which I've never done before, by the way. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, I mean, it's the sort of thing that if I had something else that tasted exactly like it, wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yeah. But maybe. I would just stick with it anyway on that day. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know what you mean. Um, cool. Okay, so next, the beer news, pub news, beer news, pub news. So, um, what has everyone got? Dan, do you mind if we start with what you might want to bring to the table for beer news? Go on, this month? Right, I don't have like a, uh, a publication or anything to go to to get my <laughs> beer news from. Is that your phone again? Yeah, sorry, I forgot to turn it off. It's all right, as long as it's a comedy ringtone, I don't care. Um, <laughs> right, uh, no, no, I haven't got any beer news as such. I've got news to me, so kind of like a did you know rather than okay. so, um, doing a bit of research, uh, and I was looking into you know how like Camden Town Brewery is like everywhere now. Yeah. Right. right and I was like, how can Camden, Camden Town, a small independent brewery, be all over London, and why does it cost so much as well? So I looked into it, and it turns out they were actually bought out by AB InBev last year. By who? AB InBev. Okay. InBev. Who are they? A massive multinational that own loads and loads of different multiple alcohol brands like all over the world. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, they don't even, they're not even in Camden anymore, they're in Enfield. A fucking oh. gigantic brew house. I did see, I think I read about that last month. Yeah, so yeah. They were based uh, near Kentish Town West uh, train station. And right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, they've got this gigantic um, facility, which is kind of cool, you know, it's like making sort of like craft beer or whatever, but they're not an independent brewery anymore, so, um, so yeah. do they count? Yeah, can well, and this is which, a, it's a conflict in, yeah, it's a conversation that's probably going to come up quite a lot in our podcast. Brings me to a point um, about Brewdog, which I think you touched on last week, oh, last month, sorry. Yeah. Um, is it craft? Is it craft beer? Do you still, what, what, I can't remember what, I know you spoke about it, but I can't I mean, remember I, what you I said. don't think it does count as craft beer We anymore. were talking about like craft beer or small independents breweries who maybe only do three or four beers or something. I do. do they have to be small and independent? Because Brewdog is still an independent brewery. They're just really, really big. But they're, <coughs> they're, 
but they're very good at it as well. Isn't they? And they run the company like rock stars as well. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, I, I know. Think, what you I mean, that's the, a, there's no right or wrong answer to this debate. Really, mm. it's it is exactly that. What is the definition of craft beer? Yeah. I guess because we're not experts, it's hard to get that answer. Isn't exactly. It? As, but, as enthusiasts, but it's for me, to I'll draw the lines, isn't it? Because everyone's going to have their own opinion. Yeah, I, I think it's lost on me. Mm. It's I, like a craft beer place. Because what they want? Sorry, Roxy, I completely interrupted you. Then that's all right. Okay. Um, so because we. I think lots of craft beer breweries when they start out obviously I can imagine and, and again I have no idea this is just my thinking that they go oh I'm going to start a brew at home oh this is really nice people might want to buy it I'm going to make it more and sell it now I want to do two more mm. I bought a property I start making more beer and I guess you know part of it is around how much Sorry. of it does you do you want it to be a full time job and it to be how you mm. provide for your family maybe or yourself or whatever your status and therefore you look to grow it so you want to make it big you know beaver town have recently been bought up by heineken yes that was my other did you know damn you <laughs> <laughs> but actually no 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 i couldn't know um, that's great that, that, take, take over take that's over. actually not accurate sorry i know i, I don't mean to interrupt you but you've, you've scuppered my the rest of my uh, did you know. <laughs> but um no uh, they no heineken bought out a minority although fucking massive okay. um Share in uh, in in Beaver Town, so now they've they've moved as well. But it means that they can keep making. Cause I love Beaver, Beaver Town beers, right? Yeah. I think they're awesome. Um, I, but it I means they can make more. Of. You don't. I, I I try them and try them, but every time I just <laughs> don't like them. They've all got the same like flavour that I just oh, can't stand. So nice. <laughs> I, I think oh. it's, it's actually quite similar to this one. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I'd say this is similar to Gamma. Um, and I'll probably be drinking it later on, but now I'll just see it with this like green label with a red star on it and just think, ah. Uh. <laughs> am I right in thinking that it's part owned by Robert Plant's son? Beaver Town. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Roxy, what were you brought to? So, as it's uh, this Women's International Day, uh, yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday, yesterday. I thought I'd uh, do a bit of research about women in beer. Okay. Um, um, What I found was that only uh, 17% of women in Britain regularly drink beer. 70? 17. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I found that from Dear Lattice, and there's also an article in The Independent. Okay. Um, Yeah, but I thought that was a shocking fact. And then I don't know how accurate it is, how do you really measure... Love to know like what the comparison would be between people in Britain, like British women, yeah, and um, other Countries. states in. Because uh, imagine in Italy, it's not going to be like, huge. Like, I mean, I don't have that information, mine, right? But <laughs> I imagine in like Germany and Austria, maybe it's higher. Yeah, yeah, it's probably yeah. a higher high proportion, right? Possibly. That's interesting. But I thought that was a really surprising did you say fact. It, so did you say it's uh, drink beer consistently? Regularly. Regularly. I, mean, I guess, so whoever made that, did that research would have to have defined what regularly is, isn't Yeah, it? I mean, I, to be fair, I didn't look into the ins and outs of it. Yeah. I just thought that was a really interesting it's, It is really interesting. Uh, I mean, fact, and then I thought about my uh, female friends, and actually, mm. most of the time, they don't drink beer. Yeah. Um, so then I thought, oh, maybe maybe if I was to take my, my friends, female friends, mm. and I would think, actually, that's probably quite accurate. But yeah. why is that? You tell me. What do we think? <clears throat> um, you could hark back to early days and the kind of the sad um, kind of home. Sad, yeah, the kind of whole gender roles that were implicit in families and things years ago and still in places today. Mm. Around as Danny just meant, you know, the whole kind of like it used to be the case that um, a guy the. the the male in the in the relationship would be the breadwinner invitation yeah. marks and and the wife would be at home and then the man would go to the pub after work while the wife was making dinner. And um, I know this is silly, uh, yeah, and, and like I the, um, work way. and um, pub culture being associated together. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so maybe that is where it came from. I guess from my my first thought was more about kind of stigma of women drinking beer mm, mm. and I, I think oh, yeah, people yeah, yeah. still yeah. find it strange for women to drink beer and I, I don't know why I think that. I don't know if it's like a sense I get I know what you mean um, so yeah that's really my first thoughts when I when I was thinking about it you think about like, the marketing of like beer and like alcohol products there are certain types which are targeted at certain audiences aren't they? so um, you know beer yeah. efforts always focus on blokes yeah. Yeah, 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 um, yeah so I don't think that helps you know grow yeah, women's um, consumption of uh, yeah. interest in, uh, in, in, beer, in beer at all. Whereas wine, possibly the other way around. Mm. Yeah, yeah, probably. 
Well, do you mind if we move on? Yeah. yeah well, people have actually tried the hand at this sort of thing, haven't they? Sorry to interrupt again. Um, <laughs> but they actually, didn't they, didn't they um, I'm pretty sure it was like a year ago, oh, yeah. they actually marketed a beer in a pink can. And they got completely slated. Yeah, they got yeah. slated for it, didn't they? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was just seen as condescending. Yeah. And Which it was. Patronising. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like they had those, someone's obviously gone, oh, we need to be more gender balanced. And, and then everyone's gone, yeah, that's a great idea. Women in the room are like, yeah, that's a great idea. And then I would have seen my guys gone, let's make the cans pink. Yeah. <laughs> And then everyone's gone, uh, that's just, I, I don't know, no, Rude Dog, if you're listening, I, we don't know, this is just very That's the point, though. <laughs> Companies do this to be, uh, for, for that exactly that point, though, just yeah. to sort of, to an- antagonise, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I'm going to move us yeah, on. Yeah, what's your being used? You can continue that debate at home. Um, <coughs> you can always uh, tweet us. So I guess I've got <coughs> I've got two bits of news. Uh, one is a bit more informative. The other one's just bonkers. Sorry, what are you reading there? <laughs> what am I reading here? So I get my news, and I'm going to quote it now from a, a free magazine you get in some pubs called The London Drinker. Okay, let's move on to the beer yeah. news. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Roxy. Sorry, sorry. It's got a galleon on the back as well. It's got literally got a pirate ship on the back. Yeah, it's because of the, the ghost ship alcohol-free beer, which apparently awesome. is one of the best alcohol-free beers someone's tasted. Alcohol-free what? Beer. beer. What do you think mm. I said? Alcohol-free squash. Well, no, it's just something I don't really believe in. <laughs> okay, that's a whole <laughs> other debate, which we're not going to. I think we'll save that for next month. Um, <laughs> So I guess one of the things I wanted to mention about news is, so currently there's lots of pubs shutting down. I bet you might have seen this, tele- some television adverts about trying to save pubs and kind of mm. as a, a, a pillar of a community, especially in small towns and villages. And I guess it's news to share more than anything else, uh, that currently there is an initiative called uh, More Than a Pub, uh, which receives funding from um, Power to Change, which is an independent lottery-funded trust. And the idea is that it supports... Uh, communities who want to maybe save a pub or uh, ensure that a pub doesn't close because oh, cool. lo- lo- yeah there've been lots of really successful campaigns to save local pubs and communities no it's good no it's, it sounds like a really <coughs> good thing because um, there are a few near where I live and uh, it's, it's, I always find it really sad when you see what's clearly an old boozer and it's like the windows being sort of like frosted mm. and they've been turned into flats mm. it's even got like the old pub sign like, yeah. like one or two on the old Kent Road that's just it, you know it, Used to be somewhere which with like an atmosphere and like a place for a community to kind of gather and like yeah. have a good time, and it's not that anymore. And it's yeah. kind of it just kind of yeah, it feels kind of sad. Mm. Yeah, and so that's the idea of this um, more than a pub initiative is to try and offer support to communities so you can apply for funding through them to get some financial support to help run a campaign to save a pub in the local area. And amazing. it is about amazing. It is yeah. about focusing the idea of um, you know it's a community place. Um, not to say that every community all they do is go to the pub and drink, but it's very much around. Um, it, uh, for me as well, I do feel that a pubs in small villages and places like that is a community hub. Yeah, it's a it, social place, isn't it? It is, and for a lot of people, it is somewhere where they see their friends regularly. You know, you might not have in London. It's very different. But that being said, I've walked through kind of some parts in the outskirts of London where you might find a random pub in the middle of an estate that you never knew was there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, but it's purely for that estate, and it's probably been there for a long time, but has struggled. Um, yeah, so that's my <clears throat> that's a bit of my, that's my more serious good. Yeah, I like it. Bit of new, uh, new. and then my other news, which I'm going to enjoy talking about now. <clears throat> I almost feel like we want a drum roll. What is it? How do you feel about cornflakes? <laughs> what now? In general. Cornflakes? Uh, it depends really, doesn't it? I mean like... I yeah, mean, those... Not something I eat anymore? Yeah. Mm, anymore? Bland. Yeah. Um, <laughs> easily soggy. <laughs> um, okay. No, seriously, but... No. I know someone who like heats up their cornflakes. Oh, oh, sorry. I, sorry. I, 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 just for me, that isn't what I want. That's not what I want. Heating up cornflakes. I want it crispy. What? Hang on. What? Do they put milk on them and then heat them up? Yes. Okay, okay, I feel like we've gone off. I, yeah, I sorry. didn't expect this much engagement <laughs> from that question. So a brewery in um, Manchester called Seven Brothers Brewery um, has started making beer using unusable cornflakes. Hey, cool. What's uh, uh, what, so, what counts as unusable? Yeah, so um, <laughs> what counts as unusable, Roxy, is that they are too big, too small, or too overcooked to go into the boxes 
for sale. Oh, wow. So, but it, it's, the drive is not to waste because they used to just throw those away. I mean, there's a sourcing not, process for I mean, cornflakes. And could, like, could you not just get, like, release, like, wonky cornflake boxes like you do yeah, with vegetables? Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Um, um, but they're yeah. making beer. Yeah. So that would awesome. be yeah, awesome. awesome. um, It's called Throwaway IPA, and apparently the brewery, Seven Brothers Brewery in Manchester, are hoping to make three different beers uh, with these throwaway cornflakes. Okay, so... That's the Beer and Pub news we've had for the last month. Coming up in a bit, we're going to meet um, someone from John the Unicorn who's going to join us in our um, Beer Lovers Corner. Um, but first off, um, as you may know, we have a Pub Troppers get-together every month and with a friend to explore the weird and wonderful beer, pubs and beers of London and beyond. Uh, last month, we were in Old China Hands, which was chosen by our friend Kat, and this is what Kat had to say about that pub. Okay, welcome to uh, Pub Charters on site. Uh, so this is our monthly uh, Pub Charters visit with all our friends. And this time Kat has picked the pub and she has picked a place called Old China Hands, an ordinary pub. Um, welcome Kat. Hello. Um, so Kat, tell us, why did you pick this pub? Well, long story-ish, uh, I cycle past here often if I'm coming home on my bike and go past it on the regular and it looks very nice. I've also happened to be in here around Christmas time for a very, very brief period and wanted to come back. Uh, it's uh, The fact that it's independent makes it all the more appealing. It's got a great selection of beer. It also has some slightly unusual pub games that you don't get in every place these days and just has a bit more personality than lots of other pubs you get. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was so when I got here, I was very impressed because I've walked past this pub many, many times and it's got the influence and the kind of aspiration of pub tries to discover random new pubs. This is definitely one of those places that I've always wanted to come to. And it's but it's, you're never just passing this pub, it's like you had to make a visit for it. Yeah, um, and so how, like you said, you, part, you popped in here briefly, so now we've spent a good few hours here. How have you found it? Uh, I really like it. I've been convinced by my choice. It's, uh, yeah, friendly barmen who know what they're talking about. They don't do a pint that is more than Bye, Roxy. Pounds. This is co-host Roxy, who's leaving now. Giving Roxy Bye, a cuddle. everybody. Enjoy the beer. <laughs> Bye to Luke as well. Bye, Cal. Bye, Cal, guys. Sorry, carry on. And uh, yeah, it is a little bit different considering we're in Clerkenwell slash Farringdon, so we're sort of we're in central-ish, but it's always slightly villagey feel around yeah, here anyway. Of but there's plenty of nice pubs around here, but I think this one has just a sort of a wee bit different to what you'd normally get. Did this pub have uh, like you popped in here before? Did this pub have the same big beer collection as it has now? If you remember, because I, I think that's quite impressive. This place. I only had the one drink, but yes, and I remember looking down the menu and thinking I want to come back here because I want to try more that's on their menu because there was a lot yeah. I didn't recognise on it. There was also, we had a fairly British Richard Courtesy sing-song round a piano because it was around Christmas time that involved a lot of the whole pub as well. Um, Some just bloke who happened to be able to play the piano who wasn't one of us. And uh, yeah, it was uh, just, yeah, nice, friendly, friendlier than you would get in London particularly. Brilliant. So I guess, would you recommend this place to people? Absolutely. I think it's definitely worth recommending. Brilliant. All right. Thank you very much, Kat. We hope you enjoyed our chat with Kat at Old China Hands. Now, back to John the Unicorn. So today uh, we're chatting to Ali from John the Unicorn. Hiya! <laughs> so welcome Thank to, our, you. to our podcast, or pubcast as we like to call oh, it. Nice. Um, I see that you've uh, brought some delicious beer to try. Yeah. So you've brought us our surprise beer. Has everyone tried it yet? So let's yeah. have a yes. little yes. sip. Yes, I have. <laughs> what is it? We'll leave it to we'll the end. Out, what it is. Oh, do you guess? Or? Well, we talk about the flavours. Oh, okay. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So what are we getting? Citrus. 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 Grapefruit. Grapefruit. It's, I mean, it's quite cloudy to look at as well, which is the thing I first clocked on to. And I've got a feeling on it. I've got a feeling on it. Probably Google it. <laughs> so I can see if you're right or wrong. <laughs> Roxy, what, what do you think? I'm thinking. What am I thinking? Whilst Roxy's having a think, is this one of your favourites? It's, it's bitter. Yeah, definitely one of my favourites. Um, love the brewery as well. Yeah. Um, but I love. Yeah, I love this beer. Cool. Okay. Am I allowed to say what beer it is? If we will, at no. The end, okay. 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 We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna do a reveal. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a big reveal. Oh, at the I end. love we're the reveal. Drink it right, as we're going. 
Dan reckons he knows what it is. Okay, you can sit tell no, us. No, 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 I'm not gonna. I mean, we also joked in the last one that we weren't gonna try and just like guess what brewery and beer it was because that would be uber modern. Yeah, yeah. We'd be here for days. Yeah, yeah. I just qualified like knowing what it is by having seen everything that's on the tap. So okay, ah, the process of elimination. It's a massive cheating now. Um, Unless cool. it's a bottle or a can. Yeah, that would. Uh, oh yeah, that would throw it right out the park. It? <laughs> it's actually water. Last month I did think of the beer we had, which was delicious, but it did remind me of squash. Oh, really? So I was kind of like, oh. It was from Moncada Brewery. It was like a pear. A pear. Oh, take a cut. Take a cut. Yeah. Like a like a orange squash or like a, like a freaky yeah, like a, like a Robinson's. Squash, yeah. <laughs> so I guess anyway. we'll uh, we'll fire away. So Ali, what was the first beer you ever tasted? Um, probably Tisky in a park. <laughs> nice. That's what yeah. we did. Yeah. <laughs> Last month, the person, the guest we had, had like a Belgian Lindemans, as in. And I was incredibly jealous. Okay. Yeah, I've, and I've never, never let go of my little Polish beer. I love it. It's, I mean, yeah. it's a good beer. And it really gets you up. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a PC way of saying it? It's fine. Oh, really? <laughs> it's like a 5-6%er, isn't it? Yeah. yeah sure. And it's cheap. Yeah. It's a, um, it's a good road beer. Right? Yeah. You can get, pick it up on the road. It's how I got the hairs on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, which I don't, <laughs> I don't know why, uh, what that says about my drinking habits. I guess, that, that's our guest toast. What was your first ever beer? My first ever beer? Oh, oh yeah, God. Do you know what, do you know what, I actually don't remember. I remember my first, the first drink I ever bought though. Okay. Right. And it, it, I don't think I've got, I get a huge amount of kudos from people, but yeah, whatever I did have, I'm going to lose in the next like 30 <laughs> seconds. Um, my first, my, the first drink I ever bought in a bar was a uh, Archer's Aqua. What colour? What colour is that? Fluorescent? No, no, it was like a, it was like a, it was one of those like cloudy bottle sort of things, and I just saw it. I was, I was so nervous. This was in the times where you didn't really need ID. I mean, you had to prove you're 18. Yeah. But I was 16. I had like this ID, uh, which it was an NUS card. I got like, you write your date of birth on it. <laughs> I mean, it has to be 18 to drink, obviously. Please drink responsibly, yeah, or whatever. Um, and uh, but anyway, I was just kind of like, can I just have uh, one of those? And, um, and pointed to the fridge and just came back from that artist's acro and I bought four of them for like me and my mates. And, uh, Amazing. That was, that was my introduction to the world of alcohol. But beer wise, I don't know. It's probably, it's probably like a horrible lager or something. Yeah, I think okay, mine yeah. definitely was. Mine's like a Foster's, I'm yeah, sure probably. of it. Down the local. Classy. <laughs> so, Ali, um, tell us also then um, what's your role here at John Unicorn? Uh, I'm the general manager. Um, coming up to a year now. I used to work here when it first opened as bar staff, kind of moved my way up the ranks that way. It was one of one of my first bar pubs I've worked in. I was predominantly in restaurants, um, but I took to it like a duck, like water, really, and yeah, never looked back. Amazing. You've, you've, have you ever worked in a pub? Yeah, I wasn't very. So we all worked in booths, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. It's seven years in hospitality. Loved it. Miss it actually. It's like so much oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. Do like you? Well. Yeah, genuinely. <laughs> no, because like, I, was, I was quite lucky. I worked like, in places that like, closed at like 11 o'clock and yeah. it'd be great because you could just go oh, out that's afterwards. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Dan was like Tom Cruise in cocktail. Oh, shut up. I can see that. Initially, it was just like, you know, normal boozers, right? Like pubs and stuff. And then I ended up working for Hard Rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not a Tom Cruise type of oh. joint, come on. But <laughs> Maybe. Um, but well, no no no, it was good fun and I you know, I, I kinda missed the uh the, the you know the uh, the passing faces and you always you know, there's always somebody new to talk to when you work down a bar. Like yeah. I miss that sort of thing, you know? Yeah. I, I just wasn't very good. Like no. I emptied a whole barrel, like, and it was like no. Hell. And it was you like thirsty? drink. <laughs> <laughs> and like my manager went down to the cell, and he was like, the, "It's empty." And you know, it was me. It was like, it was, like looking at everyone around. It was definitely me. And I was like, mm. um, so I, like, I, I don't know how I did it. Obviously, I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. So how did you do that? I don't. There? I don't know what I did. Was there be a, were you the whole. So the, the, the cellar was completely like flooded with this barrel of beer and you know like I didn't care about it that much then I probably didn't really have an interest in beer back then so I, I didn't take the time that I would do now 
Um, but yeah, so it's not my it's not my forte. <laughs> I can chat to people all day long, yeah, but... Um, yeah, you to be the other side of the bar. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, oh, well, I, earlier on I was talking about how 17% of women um, drink beer regularly, apparently, in Britain. And only I, 17%. Only 17%. I thought it would be more than that. And I just wondered what you thought of that. Um, that's really, really surprising, actually. Um, we get a lot of women in here drinking beer. Um, so yeah, I'm actually really surprised at that. I'm, I think beer is one of my favourite drinks as well. Um, where did you get this information? So I, there's an independent from the Independent there's an article. And okay. I've forgotten. I've mentioned it earlier. Um, oh okay, so yeah, cool. I'll, I'll probably uh, link it on our blog. But I just then I was thinking though the females in my friendship group they probably don't really drink beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I was thinking, well, it probably is quite accurate when I think about my circle. Yeah. Yeah. Women love gin, don't they? Well, gin's, I guess, uh, gin's the gin's thing, isn't it? Yeah. I, 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 mean, I do love gin. I love beer too. I love gin. I love gin. Okay, that's on our, we're going to release another podcast called Gin, Gin Trotters. Trotters. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, but it's interesting, I guess one of my thoughts around it is that maybe because, again, based in London and we will, we do mention other places outside London, and um, there's a lot more selection of beers in London than mm. when we're maybe out with female friends. Mm. We, there's more selection for yeah. everyone, not just the females. Therefore, there's probably more chance of a female finding a beer they like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to um, from Swansea, you know, is, there's maybe four beers served in every pub, and so there's lack of choice. And yeah. There's less, then there's no beer to drink alcohol, uh, beer. I don't know. Well, I think choice is really important for yeah. me. Like that's how I got into beer. Yeah. I think. Well, but, yeah, I think that is that is what happened for me. So maybe it is about that. But I, I thought maybe it was still the stigma associated with beer drinking for women. I don't know if it's something that I don't know. That's I think there is a stigma still. Possibly, yeah. I think um, the way that uh, beers are now branded, however, are like for example, Cloudwater. Mm. It's very, it's very femme. Um, brand, yeah, really it's beautiful, and I think um, that's. I think that correlates perfectly with more women drinking it. It's, it's not becoming an old man thing anymore. So I'm really surprised with that 17% because I see a lot of women uh, asking about sour beers. Uh, I see a lot of women asking for tasters. So I think that's definitely going to be on the way up. Um, yeah, right. I think the stigma is diminishing a little bit the more the millennials take over. <laughs> I'd say though, I remember like you know when I first started drinking beer, like not the first one, we already covered that. Right? Um, <laughs> Archers. But, um, <laughs> Archers, yeah, um, Archers IPA. Um, but no, I remember like drinking like beer like as a like an eighteen or nineteen year old and just thinking this is horrible. <laughs> you know, it's just like it was eating you know, and it just wasn't a quiet taste. I had to really sort of like, I don't know, almost force myself to uh, to like it. There, was a, there wasn't, uh, you know, from a men's perspective, there wasn't really an alternative you could drink at home. Um, so perhaps it perhaps it's the other way. Perhaps we're looking at it the wrong way, and that is men that are geared more to liking beer than uh, than mm. only because you know there isn't you know if you if you if you, if, you, if you're a young man you start drinking like glasses of wine or alcohol pops or uh, you know like shorts and things like that then you're maybe Stick that would be exactly yeah, you, you, on that part of the gender spectrum as it kind of mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah well exactly I think as gender becomes more fluid and it is on a spectrum the more we see brands not taking the man or woman approach and they're just kind of not being black and white like that um, and trying to appeal to everyone be it if you're a man or woman non-binary whatever it doesn't matter mm. If you like beer, you like beer. What's the company at the moment? It's like their, their advertising campaign is like really, it's everywhere. Right? It's an American brewer and um, the advert's really cool. It's got a really, really well-known song and oh, basically they're know. dancing. But the main brewer in the, in the, in the, in, in the advert is a, uh, is a woman. I don't know. Have you not seen it? You must have done. I watch TV. No, oh, okay. I don't know. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> I, think, I think you might have lost us there. Right, fine. Look it up while you go. Dan's going to look at that while we move on to the next <laughs> So I guess just moving on from that, I'm, I'm wondering, Ali, your perspective on kind of how the beer industry can be more inclusive of the LGBTQI plus community. Yeah. And then I guess how John the Unicorn promotes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think if you're thinking directly about the beer industry, rather than the hospitality industry, um, I met these two women um, who have started up a 
beer called Queer Beer. Um, 15% of their profits go to an LGBT homeless charity. Um, both of them hated beer and started drinking it both together when they oh. met each other. And now they're brewing their own beer. So I think it is becoming more inclusive as the social world becomes more inclusive. And the LGBTQI plus world um, is becoming mainstream. And I think that's a... I think the beer industry needs to reflect that. Mm. Um, I think it's it's still got a long way to go, most definitely, but things like queer beer really kind of um, solidify the fact that the beer industry are kind of opening the doors up, well. up, up yeah. a little bit. They do need to catch up. However, um, men do take their time in a mm. lot of things. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll probably be waiting another 50 years, but whatever. And so you mentioned um, about like, John Unicorn wanted to create this pub as a, a safe space yeah. for that community. Yeah. For that t- uh, well, for everyone, essentially, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Any minority, support, really. Yeah. So how, how did, what does that mean? What does that look about? Um, it just means that... Uh, all our staff have got your back. If you come in with your boyfriend and you're a man, or if you come in with your girlfriend and you're a woman, or if you're a trans, um, and you, you you should feel space in these four walls, safe in these four walls. Um, it's something all our staff are behind, including the kitchen staff. It's something I'm very passionate about. I mean, the reception has been great as well, and. Um, like I said, I've only been doing this job for a year, manager, and we've had an influx of more LGBT people coming through the door and just feeling like they can just be themselves. And yeah, it's great. Different. Massively, it massively. How's it spread then? This is such a, uh, such a safe space though. What have you done that's different from other places? Uh, we've done a lot of events surrounding uh, the LGBTQI community. Uh, we did an event with Vice that was all about supporting right. trans rights. Uh, we do loads of drag shows and support really? our drag queens. <laughs> and pay them properly because that's a massive thing at the moment that drag queens just don't get paid the right wage. Um, so yeah, we're really we're really trying to spread our wings with it. Um, I guess my question as well is, because obviously there's lots of pubs, uh, I remember very young um, learning of music to the pubs with the uh, pride band, a flag yeah. it, which essentially, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, says this is a safe space yeah, yeah, for yeah. that community. Yeah. Um, which you could, because pubs in the, let's say, you know, quite a while ago, and maybe still the case probably in a lot yeah. of this, has, and we've already touched on this, has a masculine a yeah. vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This community might just not feel safe going to those places, so they look for the flag as a point of yeah. safety. Um, but I, what's, the, what's the difference with the, I guess, yeah, where's that going? Um, so, um, we like to do subtle flags. Yeah. I think the pride flag has been. Um, overused and okay. uh, definitely I still appreciate it as a flag and the trans flag of course however it say. definitely that's <laughs> the word I was looking for um, and for example London Pride is just Barclays McDonald's um, Cardiff last year um, sorry I'm sorry, sorry no 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 go for it thing. it's all just like massive employers that are just wanting to look yeah. as, uh, as LGBT yeah. friendly right? are you just like well Okay, yeah, cool. Um, but then all the societies were like shuffled down to the back yeah. and uh, had like a, a, yeah. Like a yeah, it's becoming more and more a thing. And I think um, as Pride uh, grows, more companies want to get in on that. I think when I say subtle flags, um, we don't want to push anyone out. We don't want to push the old guys that drink their ale. We don't want to, yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't, um, obviously if they, if they have if they have homophobic views, then unfortunately they aren't welcome here. Um, if they have any any really off-it views, they're not really welcome here. But um, subtle flags, uh, like our coloured lights behind us are in the Colours. rainbow flag. Uh, we have a few rainbow stickers on some doors. Um, but it really is the events we do yeah. and the image that we put out there through the staff and the camaraderie that we have through our staff. Um, I think LGBT is much more bigger than a flag. Um, and I, I just, yeah, it's, a, it's, 
it's what I was born, so I don't need to be in Pride Flags every day to promote it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a lot of work. <laughs> the ethos isn't it exactly of the pub and what you promote exactly kind of really embraces a safe space yeah and yeah. that's what's really exciting yeah. Yeah. and uh, what's great about this place thank yeah. you being proactive about it as well like looking for opportunities like through, like you said through like um uh, articles and advice yeah like yeah, yeah 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 they're rather great than just putting a sticker in the window and leaving it and that, yeah. that being the job done it's much more, it's definitely much more than that. And I think places like, uh, can I say names? G-A-Y. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of, we're, we're doing something completely different. Like we don't, it's not a pop venue. You don't get three for one double shot gin and tonics. <laughs> it's bougie. We do things mm-hmm. a bit high end and uh, we're trying to create a different kind of gay bar. I hate that word though. So <laughs> LGBT safe space is the one. Yeah. Um, so I guess that just moves on to why people should come here. Why should people come to John the Unicorn? Because we're great. <laughs> um, because Peckham needs John the Unicorn. Uh, LGBT community in Peckham don't have anywhere to go. And we're a place where everyone can come and enjoy themselves and have great food and great booze and great cocktails and have drag queens around you. And it's just a fun place to come and drink and to come and work. So... Just everyone oh. come! <laughs> come and to you the gotta show the rugby. Oh yeah, that's and it as well. Yeah. We're totally inclusive. Yeah, yeah, completely. Um, I guess so. I guess uh, we're all sipping this beer. So I thought we'd probably end with the yeah with the what do you call it? Neck oil. It's neck oil. You think it's neck oil? Yeah. Do you? Do you like the beaver tail? Do I like it? It's very bitter. Yeah. Is it a bit? A bit? I could do one or two. Yeah. It's it's again another quite refreshing beer, similar to the similar, similar tones to the one we had earlier. Um, but yeah, it's a tinge of bitterness. I mean, I like rating, so I think I'd give it a three out of five. Three, yeah, I would go three out of five. Yeah, that's yeah. solid, I'd say. Three but it's you didn't make it yourself, did you? But it's not neck oil. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's not neck oil. It's not, oh, uh, oh. No, it's um, Orbit be? Brewery, and it's an Ivo oh, Pale. Nice. Um, really local, brewed yeah. in Bermondsey. They're absolutely great. All bit in Bermondsey, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they're brilliant. I love them as people as well. So, yeah, look them up. Look them up. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much for the beer. Oh, nice um, one. That's pretty much it for the interview. Yeah. Um, Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Um, brilliant. Mm. Um, so, that's it for this month uh, on Pub Trotters Pubcast. Um, thank you for joining us on episode two. We'd like to say thank you to Ali. Hi, thanks. Um, thank you to our guest co-host, Dan. Thanks for having me. Um, Roxy, anything you'd like to finish off with? I guess uh, everyone coming to John the Unicorn. Woo-hoo. Great fun.